This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. If you're over 60 and living with a chronic condition, you may be worried about your regular medical visits during COVID-19. But with Australia's infection rates controlled better than in many parts of the world, experts say you shouldn't worry about receiving physical treatment at healthcare facilities. Despite living with lung cancer for 12 years and participating in clinical trials for four years, 69-year-old Elfie Atkins isn't stressed about going for checkups or pathology tests. I am confident because I follow exactly the advice of the professionals. Hand washing is the most important. Don't mix with other people. I went today to have a blood test. I was wearing my mask and gloves. Throw away the gloves soon I walk out. Sanitizer. I'm positive because life is, if you're scared, it's worse for you. Atkins is in a fortunate situation being married to a doctor who's transitioned to working online to protect her. While keeping the required social distance from her seven grandchildren, Atkins hasn't stopped seeing her close-knit family, even though it must be done now in a very different way. Most of the times I go there delivering something special I made for them because each of my grandkids, they got their own favourite food. I just deliver them in front of their house and then I ring, they come out, they wave at me. We talk a little bit what we're doing taking the precautions, I wear masks, even if I am in a car and I wear gloves to touch the foot and take it to them because I like to protect them as well. Professor Eva Segalov, Director of Oncology at Monash Health and Monash University, says the COVID-19 pandemic has largely moved non-essential medical consultations online in the form of telehealth. Professor Segalov believes the medical industry's adjustments to minimise infections will leave a lasting legacy for Australia's post-COVID-19 healthcare system. She says health professionals are seeing a real need for older patients to receive greater support to access telehealth for video or phone conferencing with their doctors. We always have an interpreter and an interpreter can be brought into the consultation by video and that means there's a three-way consultation or a family member who speaks English can be brought in as well from a different location. They don't have to be in the same house they as their parents and that way we can have a conversation with everyone on video and all of our conversations being translated. However, Dr Moy acknowledges some elderly or disabled patients and patients of culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds are left behind in accessing telehealth services. He says it's an unfortunate reality as the medical industry accelerates its transition to telehealth in a rapidly changing world due to coronavirus. Ideally, we always like to use interpreters, but sometimes there is a still need for advocates who are often going to be family members. There is the opportunity to run an initial telehealth or video conference type contact with the GP, kind of map out what needs to happen and then allay any fears and potentially then map out whether there needs to be any possibility of get the individual in if they need to, to do proper testing or proper procedures to make sure their care is provided for. Professor Segalov says the population-wide social isolation measures, introduction of telehealth and public fear of going to health facilities have resulted in very low transmission and exposure to COVID-19 following a sharp decline in visits to hospitals and medical facilities.
She says strict health control practices are allowing patients with underlying conditions, albeit with modifications in some cases. In Australia, although we planned for the worst-case scenario, we've not got there. And treatments have been rationalised only where there was good evidence that this might be just as good. So we're not expecting that there would be any negative impact on people. We've made some choices sometimes where there were options and those options are very valid even in a non-COVID situation but are just more suitable now with COVID. Dr Moy agrees that the increasing uptake of telehealth and strict social distancing measures actually make visits to your healthcare clinics far safer than before. So what it meant is it reserved the practice for those situations where you did need face-to-face contact. It also meant that we could, in those circumstances where it's high risk, use appropriate masks and other PPE for both the patient and the facility. What that did was really lower the odds. Doctors are concerned that many patients are holding back from going to their normal medical appointments, fearing exposure to coronavirus. Patients with diabetes should exercise extra caution, as data from China and Italy shows that diabetics may be twice as likely to die from complications of COVID-19, while they are not at a higher risk than the general population to contract the coronavirus. Dr Moy says delaying essential health checks could result in serious consequences for people already living with an underlying condition, such as high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, cancer, liver condition or heart, kidney and lung disease. Things like screening for cancers or um, if somebody's got a black mole that looks like a melanoma and they're not going to get care or they're having chest pain, for example. They normally would go see the doctor, but they're too scared to go see the doctor. And it turns out they're developing angina, which is building up to a heart attack. Patients really need to start considering their health because if you stand back now, the risk of COVID has really dropped down now. SBS Hebrew producer Nitza Lowenstein interviewed Dr. Jason Kaplan, clinical lead of cardiovascular and respiratory medicine at Macquarie University, on how the postponement of some elective surgeries will affect people with serious heart conditions. Dr. Kaplan says people whose heart disease is stable will need to wait for an elective cardiac procedure. For most people presenting with an acute heart attack or acute life-threatening heart issues, this will be dealt with acutely and people do not have to worry that these will be dealt with within the hospital system. Queensland pharmacist Elsa Wang says vulnerable patients over the age of 70 and people living with chronic conditions are eligible for free delivery services provided by Australia Post in participating pharmacies. According to Asthma Australia, people with asthma over the age of 50 or those with severe asthma or of Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander descent are more likely to develop serious complications if they contract coronavirus. While some people have stockpiled on medications such as Ventolin in the early phase of the outbreak, the government has imposed restrictions to ensure sufficient supplies are available for genuine patients by limiting their usual medicine to one month's supply at a time. Pharmacies no longer provide over-the-counter asthma medications and now require customers to present a prescription or an asthma action plan to purchase Ventolin. 
they haven't got the script, they can book an appointment with the doctor over the phone and then a doctor can fax the script to the pharmacy. They can either organize their friends or their family members to pick up the medication. The other option is that a lot of pharmacies now offer home delivery services. Also, the Australian Department of Health, they also have a initiated a home delivery services with Australia Post. Professor Segalov says patients with chronic illnesses can exercise self-care by following all the recommended guidelines. They can also speak to their treating healthcare team to find out what support is on offer. Continue with their usual care, doing everything that the community is doing, socially isolating, having groceries delivered, having medications delivered, keeping up with exercise, keeping up with contacting family and friends, so looking after the mental health aspect, accessing information, discussing your specific case with your treating team so that you've got a good understanding of how COVID-19 should affect any treatment you're on, any visits that you're doing. Meanwhile, Elfie Atkins is buzzing with joy as she prepares another batch of delicious home-cooked meals for her extended family. She has a busy day planned with a walk in the park, making phone calls to check on her friends and brainstorming ways to fundraise for an extra doctor to join her clinical trial team at Monash University. Coronavirus? Oh, it won't scare me because... Cancer is a scary thing, and you deal when you have to. And the same with coronavirus. You have to deal with that and make your life happy. Uh, Do gardening, do cooking, uh, dance, listen to the music, talk to the people. Maybe this isolation was good for a lot of people to get close to the families, to the kids, to the wives, to the husbands, not to take life for granted. If you're unwell... Call your doctor to check if you can access telehealth or if you need to visit the clinic. Call the National Coronavirus Helpline on 1800 020 080 for information on coronavirus 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. For information on asthma care during COVID-19, visit the Asthma Foundation website. If you'd like information about managing your cancer in the time of coronavirus, the Cancer Society website has multilingual resources in 12 languages. You can find out more about managing your diabetes by visiting the Diabetes Australia website. If you have liver conditions such as chronic hepatitis B or hepatitis C, you can go to Hepatitis Australia for more information. If you are suffering from a kidney disease, you can learn about writing or updating your kidney disease management plan by visiting the Kidney Health Australia website. You can learn more about COVID-19 in various languages from the New South Wales Health website. If you're under stress and need emotional support, call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 36 for 24-hour support. You can access any healthcare services in your language using the translating and interpreting service by calling 13 14 50 and asking for your desired organisation. If your life is in danger, call triple zero immediately. The feature on living with an underlying condition was prepared by Amy Chin Yu Wong. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 